Welcome everybody to random episode number 67, Roomies and Movies, here on September 11th, 2018. We've been now doing this for a year and a half, and it feels oh so good. Uh, for this does week, it? yeah, it definitely does. You know it does. I, you know how, like, I didn't, even after everything I've seen on Twitter and stuff today, it just hit me, it's like, oh, it's September 11th, should we be recording today? Uh, yeah, absolutely, we should. We've we've touched on this subject way before, and we're not going to let people stop impede our enjoyment of things. So I think it only makes sense that we definitely record the day. So <laughs> well, with that know, being, don't said, forget, don't forget, we're going to be talking about a show about Islamic terrorists. Kind of weird. Uh, yep, we'll get into that for sure. So for this week, we watched. Um, the last two episodes of Castle Rock, not the last two, but the previous ones, uh, episode eight and nine, the last episode will air tomorrow. So we'll be talking about probably the whole series over arc next week. Um, Twin Peaks, we did episode 11 through 14. We doubled up this week just because we didn't have one last week with the holiday. Uh, and then all of Jack Ryan, all eight episodes are live on Amazon Prime. So we'll get into that alongside theatrical releases of kin peppermint and the nun so i i have a feeling it's going to be a pretty good pretty good episode for sure mm. how are you feeling about it mm, i don't know <laughs> is there anything else that you've seen besides that uh, i saw searching okay yeah i definitely want to see that so we won't get into that because i'm i'm looking forward to seeing that would you recommend it to see it because I'm going to see it regardless. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Um, I guess I also watched most of Iron Fist by accident. So. <laughs> we'll get that done for next week, so that's not a big worry. I think I have the ending spoiled for me because of Netflix, because it was two days past it had been out, and so thanks for that, Netflix. Um, I learned what happened once you hit the three-movie mandate of movie pass and then you get like a discount and they basically charge you for the movies for using their card for watching movies so it's a really weird situation <laughs> <sighs> fucking movie pass so um let's get into it let's start with uh was there any news that happened the last two weeks that really stood out to you uh obviously not because i don't remember anything so fair enough, fair enough. Um, I believe we talked about a couple series coming like later this year, which it still kind of blows me away that we're halfway through September almost, and we only have three months left of this year. Um, yeah, there's really not too many standout titles except a handful at this point. So mm. I'm intrigued. I, I have a feeling our both of our top ten lists are going to mainly being hinging on these next three months or so. I don't know. It was a very strong year so far. It's true. It's true. Once I get to start thinking about a lot of the titles, um, but some of those titles are from last year, obviously for me, because you were able to see a lot more than I was last year. But, and I say a lot more by like 10 more than our 50, I think we watched, or 60 is some ridiculous, ludicrous number. But, okay. So getting into it, let's start with Castle Rock. Um, they have hooked me even further and like, I'm now talking to people about Lost to get them into the show because I want more people watching it because I love the show so much. Mm, I think I'm over it. I'm done. Are you over it? <laughs> With one episode to go, you just throwing your hands in the air? Oh, I mean like I'll finish it, but like, I'm like, oh no, the show's not good. So there's What? That. That's blasphemy. I don't believe that for a second. I'm really enjoying how they twisted that up. No. No. It's dumb. It's so dumb. Is it? Yeah. Uh, So let's let's get into it. Obviously the twist is that they're almost parallel universes. Mm -hmm. They are Mm -hmm. both Henry Dever. 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 Whatever. Um, Which they like live different it's as if they made different choices going forward, and it seems like the original Henry Deaver that we were introduced to, um, his father went insane and found the door to these universes, and which led him, 
See, that's interesting. I think that the father, like, had had to have met his doppelganger, which is another reason why I think the show is so great is because it's kind of touching on subject matters that we're seeing and everything else, like the doppelganger from Twin Peaks and whatnot. Um, but so let's go back. Uh, episode eight. Uh, we I can't believe we didn't like episode eight because of the murder house. It's, this is when the show went from like um, a, a semi trying to like build a tone. Like I don't think the show has been successful over it, but it was. It's mainly been very tone driven. In this episode, they were just like, "Guess what, guys? We're just like American Horror Story. Look at bodies and people getting killed. Isn't this awesome?" And you're like, "No, it's fucking dumb. Stop it." That's fair. That's fair. I see. I can agree with that assessment. Um, so episode eight starts out, you see him finding the paintings that the old warden had done. And they're basically just a stash of them down in the basement of this kid. He's kept locked in the basement of Shawshank for the last 25 years. Um, and they think it's smart to put them all over the walls. And <laughs> I got to say, a lot of those paintings look really great for over 20 years of paintings and they all look pretty rel- relatively the same style. It's like I feel bad that he never really grown as grew as an artist, but he was able to keep that uh, same level of detail. So you know, sometimes uh, sometimes all you do is still still life. You know, you got no other tricks in the bag. Uh, so then you basically go from that to these people that have bought the B and B to them actually using it and turning it into this kind of for lack of a better term that they used in the episode a murder theme park um murders that had happened i don't know if it was in the area or in the actual house but um they had this mannequin set up with an axe in its head um some people wanted to stay and uh, they didn't give a shit about the theme of it. They were just looking for a place to crash. And uh, that rubbed the guy that owned the place really wrong. And he ended up murdering him in the middle of the evening. Um, just really super strange. But it feel, This show feels very episodic of a show that should have an over arc. But it just seems like it's just random episodes now. And I think that's kind of hitting on what you were trying to say. Like, it's just lost. It just threw the theme out the window. It was just going for whatever. Um, then you have the, the saving the Henry from the motorhome, which Molly becomes just a murderer out of nowhere to save Henry. What? Uh, yeah, you sh- you see the guy with the screwdriver in his eye. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I assumed that was uh, Kieran Culkin's character, the one who was with him, not her. But I, I think you see him in the distance, dead too. I only saw the the one guy, whatever his name was. It's possible. It's possible. So maybe they'll maybe he'll uh, pop back up. But so you get him saved. He comes back home. And the other dude is waiting for him and trying to talk about what's happening, but Henry hasn't grasped what's happening. Um, his son comes home too, and then they find the sheriff's body. Um, and then it, it comes to this really awkward moment where they're discussing what's going on, and it's clear the main Henry hasn't picked up on what it is. And I think they kind of hint at it way too hard. That kind of gave away the twist a lot earlier than maybe they should have. But um, you get this uh, idea that is the doom following the other guy, or is it following both of them equally? Because it seems like he's in a lot of these places that all this bad shit's happening as well. Well, I mean, they pretty much explained that last episode yeah. before the, two episodes ago. It's the universe trying to balance things out is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But um, So then you go back. Uh, he breaks into this bed and breakfast 
and is like looking at all these paintings. Which why? 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 Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. And I have no idea why he found the old oh, that's why. Um he found the oldest one and it was the same sweater that he was wearing when he was found. I'm pretty sure. Is that what it was? I just assumed it was because it was the same day that he was found or whatever. It's possible. I'm pretty sure it showed them wearing the same sweater um, and him being found. And then you have uh, Molly running into the other strange guy and him basically telling him, or he's hanging out in her old house that she hasn't been living in and like has lights on and everything and is like describing what's been going on from a different universe. Um, and then episode nine, you get into showing the parallel universe of him living his daily life back there, having the same parents, uh, growing up in the same town with the same different people, same kind of bad shit happening. Um, and then leading to, I, I don't, I think in that universe, his mom had passed away, right? No. He, when Sheriff Pangborn calls, he goes, what's wrong with mom? He's like, nothing. It's about your father. Oh, okay. So his dad lived alone, I'm guessing. Yeah, because in that universe, the mother didn't stay with the priest. She ran away. I got you. I got you. I got you. So his father has died. Um, So he goes into this house, is cleaning it up, um, kind of stumbling upon like all these stuff. He's got like old tapes and recordings of all the stuff he's been keeping track of all the bad shit that's happening and uh he goes into the basement and finds the other kid that was 11 years old i think he was 11 or no it happened 11 years ago is that right uh no i don't know when he was younger the oh it was the 11 days he was missing Oh, yeah, it was 11 days in his time, but it was like 27 years in this universe or whatever. Uh, but he hadn't aged at all in their, in his world. And they the police come, and you see the one guy from the prison that had shot up the prison again. Um, they're going to take him to a mental place, whatever, get him checked out. Or, no, 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 they're going to throw him in trash ink. Um and Molly touches him and sees his memories of the parallel universe and decides that they have to help him to which point they find him, get him back to the woods and are like trying to help him. And she gets stabbed in the back for some reason. Did Killing she? Her. Cause like, I thought she'd gotten shot. I, I thought she had gotten stabbed because the, they showed the, they foretold it of the girl standing with the knife. And then, like, I think she was stabbed in the universe she was looking into. And then, because the the guy was firing up in the air, so there's no way he would have shot her. Um, yeah, that's just, but that's showing you, like, the weird time yeah, and true. space that doesn't it's work true. there. It's true. So then uh, she's dying there, laying on the ground, and she tells her husband which is the white henry denver to chase and help the other one so i'm guessing that's where he crossed into the universe and he gets back to his own time and like we go from there yeah with one episode to go i'm i'm really enjoying this story still still uh because i think it's it was cool for them to explore this side of the timeline but it also makes me think of how the hell are they going to get another season out of this show? It's an anthology. I mean, uh, it's going to be an anthology. It's oh, not okay, going to be yeah, an yeah. But no, the thing, the thing that drives me crazy is and it's what everyone always leveled at Lost, right? You know, like, mm-hmm. if these people just talked to each other, there would be no fucking problems. Like, why didn't at any point him just be like, listen, Fucking 30 years ago, I saved you out of that basement. We're the same person from a different reality. Let's just fucking figure this out and be done. Instead of being like, no, I need to take revenge on everybody and be super mysterious for no reason. Ooh, fucking retarded. Hater. Sure. 
God damn it. Now you're spoiling me. And now I and now I'm getting turned. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm still really enjoying it. Cause they, uh, they play it up so much as like, oh no, he's this menace. And you you see like what what was what was these these visions that the guard Shawshank was having of him walking through the fucking prison killing everybody. Yeah. They they they've manipulated you to think that he's this thing that he's not for no reason other than this twist. It it really is the town. <laughs> no, it, the same thing of like when he was when they were trying to basically kill him in Shawshank, and they, uh, you know, they put him in this cell with the white supremacist, hoping he'd kill him, and it's just like, oh, he gave him cancer all of a sudden, and he's all like, don't touch me, you don't want to touch. Like, but if this is a completely random incident, how is like there's no control behind it? Like, how is it working? Son of a bitch. Dumb. Yep, you spoiled me on that now. <laughs> I mean, I guess we can <laughs> uh, Yeah, with one episode to go, I'm, I'm not too worried. I'm still excited to where it's going. Um, I think we just got really spoiled with Sharp Objects and how great that turned out. <sighs> but I think we... How we were discussing it last episode is how we... How whoever adapts Stephen King's material kind of drops the ball at the end. I feel like that's happening. Why? Just ten minutes ago, you're saying you're all in. You love it so much. No, I still, like, oh. I still, because you spoiled. Now, now, <laughs> now, I'm rethinking everything I know. Um, God damn it! Plus, then we have to rectify. Like, what was this voice that's trying to make? Yeah. That made the warden lock him up. That's the most intriguing part is why does that matter if it's just, it seems like them from a different universe. Like, they're. Because, you know, like, when when the the Henry that we've been following of Henry, (laughs) when he crossed over, you know, it wasn't, no one told him to get locked up. It was the father, you know, being afraid that it was the devil tempting him and he did it himself versus in this reality, it's the warden was told by quote unquote, the voice of God to do it. So Hmm. what is this omnipotent being that's talking to him and telling him to do these things? Crazy. So I guess we'll see how it wraps up next week. uh, When we discuss, Uh, I think that's really all I have for Castle Rock. You have anything else? Nah, nah, I'm good. Okay. So moving from there, we'll go to another sweet universal story of Twin Peaks. Um, what, I, I was a little saddened that you wanted to watch just, or you wanted to double up for last week, and then we just put it on hold. Um, but I, I just really loved all four of the episodes. The 11, episode 11 seemed like the weakest, and I know you're probably forgetting everything, so I'll do quick recaps. Um, so basically... You get the scene where the boyfriend was cheating and they have the uh, showdown in the trailer park to get the car to go confront her boyfriend. Uh, Then you get the scene where uh, Matthew Dillard is telling them where they found the major. And like you get this weird scene of where he gets fucking killed in a car and nobody sees shit. Um and then, like, Lynch is, ex- while that's going on, Lynch is experiencing this, like, gravitational hole in the sky where they are. Um, Hawk explaining this living map that he has where everything is kind of generalized on this map, but he can kind of connect the dots to go through time and how things have changed and then you end up with uh, Dougie confronting the casino dudes with a pie and that's what's in the box for sure. Um, basically, the best scene of the episode is when Belushi is freaking out about what could possibly be in the box and he's like, listen, we're definitely going to kill this guy unless what I think is in that box is definitely in this box. Because there's a million and one chances that it could be. But let's give him the benefit of the doubt and check. Um, yeah. And then, then they get their $30 million for the insurance fraud, whatever. 
Um, but yeah, what a good episode. Any episode with Dougie in it is automatically a good episode. Yeah, as much as I want Cooper to come back, like I'm, 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 I'm sensing this dread that I'm going to be devastated once they kill the Dougie character. Dougie, hello, Mr. Jackpots. <laughs> I just love Dougie so much. So moving from there, uh, episode twelve, um, you get the new recruit being kind of asked to join this Blue Rose uh, force, I guess it is. Um, then you have the scene of Laura's mom buying booze and freaking out at the cash register. About uh, beef jerky. Turkey <laughs> about jerky. jerky, yep. Uh, and then Lynch was entertaining a lady of the night <laughs> in his hotel room. Which, uh, then that comes to a discussion, I think that was about Diane. Um, then shooting the warden, uh, Audrey shows up, finally, and her husband are Wait. fighting. Which, what, like, I feel like he's trolling us. Like, everyone <laughs> wanted Audrey. And he kept him away for so long, and it's just like, wait, this is what we get? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. And then, uh, Diane and the coordinates on her arm points her back to Twin Peaks. Um, which was an all right episode. Uh, I can I can see why you wanted to double up. Like they weren't they weren't phenomenal, but they still had their good points. Like Lynch with the lady was some of my favorite stuff so far. Was uh, that the episode where Lynch is like describing his dream? Or was that no, the other no, one? No, no, no. That's the that's number thirteen. Because trust me, that definitely stuck out. Oh, no, no, no. That was episode 14. So, from there, uh, episode 13, uh, casino guys uh, show their appreciation uh, buying yeah, cars. They have a party at the business. Uh, they buy Dougie, or Jimmy's son? Whatever Dougie's son is. Uh, play Jim. There you go. Um, Evil Coop becomes the boss. Fucking straight out of goddamn over the top. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. Um, Then he kills Ray and puts the... Or he kills him while he's wearing the ring that goes back to the Black Lodge. So I'm pretty sure we'll see that coming up again. Um, The scene where the... Dougie's business friend tries poisoning him. And Dougie acting... Pure Dougie whittles his way from being killed uh, just with his winning personality. Um, just straight into a full-blown confession just because he wanted to eat some pie. Yep. And <laughs> he didn't give a fuck that he was about to get poisoned. I'd like some pie. Um, then you have the golden shovel uh, situation. I still don't understand what the hell is going on with those two characters. I think... He just wanted to show him off, and there's really unless somebody gets hit with a golden shovel at the end of the season, like it feels like he just wanted to put him in there to give him some screen time from the old series. Um, yeah, it's really weird. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that like that those scenes and the Roadhouse Bar or not the Roadhouse Bar, the Bang Bang Bar, just odd. I think they're gonna wrap, or they'll they'll bring him into the fray at some point, but it's just kind of how they're doing it now. Uh, and then you have Laura's mom at home, and it kind of like feels as though Crazy Bob is inside her. Um, and then you get Audrey and her husband fighting again. Um, Bobby playing at the bar to end the episode. Oh God, playing the fucking song from season two too. It's so like that song. Listen, I have real problems with that song because it's maybe six words over and 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 over again. Ugh. I was uh I was watching it with Hannah and she's never seen the first you know, she's seen bits and pieces here from what I'm watching and she saw that part and she's like, What the fuck is this? And I was like, Hold on, let me pull up the original scene, it's the exact same thing. She's like, What the fuck is going on? I'm like, let's go with it. It's just, it's just James. Just James being real cool. 
Uh, and then, well, it actually ends with Big Ed just sitting at the station. Um, which makes me, is that the same station that was in episode eight that they show everybody like going in and out of? No, I'm pretty sure that's just Big Ed station from the original show, but okay. it had me questioning. I was surprised. Because, because, I mean, it, it would make sense if it was the same one, and that's why they gave it so much screen time, I guess. Um, but, and then episode 14 really kicked off uh, Lynch finding out about two coops from Sheriff Truman. Uh, you learn more about this Blue Rose investigation. Um, Diane's sister is Dougie's Janie E, which blew my mind. And you were just like, eh, that's cool. But I'm like, no, everything's coming together and I can't fucking wait. Um, then you have the Monica Belushi dream, which weren't, wasn't Monica Belushi and Jim Belushi married? No, hmm. it's Gucci. No, she's married to um um that French guy. His name I can't remember. Fair enough, I'll take that. Uh, which was wild. It was just completely random. Like that felt so Twin Peaks esque. Is Lynch just explaining something because he's he got a tip in a dream about something completely random? I was like, yes, this is this is perfect. But what's um, great about it is like. Well, last night I had the Monica Bellucci dream again. And you think that's it? And they're like, no, we're going to show you the dream as well. Uh, I love the, um, I can't think of the other guy's name. Albert? Albert. He's just like, oh, here we go. God damn it. Now we're going to chase down dream. this rabbit. <laughs> uh, and then you get them arresting Chad. Uh, then they go out to the woods to find this eyeless lady that Coop ran into earlier this season. Um, Andy goes and talks to the giant and then they save the lady by putting her into a jail cell with Chad and some other random guy and they start making weird fucking noises to, to, I want to say that they're communicating with each other and like this stuff is coincidental that they're being put together so they can talk. I don't know. It's so ridiculous. And then you get the rubber glove guy um, who can who has the force of a pile driver with this hand that has been fused with a rubber glove. Like when I was watching that episode, I was like, you know, like he's casually like cracking walnuts. I was like, so do you have a fucking robot hand? What is happening here? <laughs> I thought the same thing too. And then he's like, no, nah, just, just rubber glove. And like I had a dream that go put this rubber glove on. And I did. A giant told me to put the rubber glove on and come to Twin Peaks. So. <laughs> they tried taking it off before, but uh, nope, start bleeding. And it's like, nope, I guess that's it's just me, I guess. Uh, and then it ends with uh, Laura's mom eating somebody's face at a bar after yeah. revealing she doesn't have a face, which fucking A. That's fucking terrifying. It's the, uh, it's like a mere reflection of when Laura was talking to Coop at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season and she had like that angelic light behind her face, you know, mm-hmm. what that means. I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, I'm mad. Well, obviously I almost have to say that Laura's mom is one of these aliens or celestials or whatever, like the giant or anything like that. And she helped bring Laura into this world to offset well, that I'm balance. Still- I'm still banking on the fact that uh, the uh, the God of Smoke scene from episode eight, when that thing crawls in that little girl's mouth, that that's Laura's mom, and somehow she's been affected. But mm-hmm. I don't know; it's weird. I don't Fuck know. Yeah. It, it was it was cool and terrifying at the same moment. Um, <laughs> eat some dude's face, and was like, well, it couldn't have been me. I'm just sitting here drinking about at the bar. Um, so yeah. Fucking! I can't believe there's only four episodes left. I love this. But I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I'm totally ready. Um. So yeah. Anything you want to really hit on for Twin Peaks? Other than that? No. It's it. It was a weird batch of episodes where like they're good, 
but yeah. nothing like jumped out. If that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it feels like these are pieces that we're gonna need in the next few episodes because there's only a few left. But like, god damn it! Yeah, I'm pretty once sure, it all comes together. It'll yeah, I'm pretty sure we're gonna get some very heavy evil coop Dougie scenes. So, looking forward to those for sure. Uh, I think that's going to do it for Twin Peaks then. Um, then we'll talk uh, about Jack Ryan. Because how good was this show? It wasn't good. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are your qualms with it? Uh, John Krasinski. There's a start. What? Why um, don't you like John Krasinski? Man, I just can't look at him and not see Jim from The Office. It's, no matter what. It's fair. I've I've heard a lot of people describing it as Jim from The Office, and I've never seen... I've caught the random episodes here and there, so I don't have the base that people that have watched the show have. But I, I just like his acting. Like, I liked him in Quiet Place, and I really liked him in this. Um, yeah, I don't... I, 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 think I think he's all right. I think and it, it's a problem with the character, too. I think he's just a, you know, a bland white savior. You know, like, he's just like, I'm a perfect white man who does nothing wrong, and I'm a super genius, and love me. But there's no real character behind any of it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It, it, feel, it felt like they were filling out characters exponentially. Um, like just kind of describing them, their past and whatnot that had happened and whatnot. Uh, I thought they did a really killer job of placing him in this world, like kind of showing why he has a desk desk job and whatnot, but more so the haunting past from the terrorists, which... (sighs) Okay, so... I'm at odds with this show. I okay. like it from a storytelling standpoint. I really hate it, it all thematically, which I feel like you're doing to me. <laughs> don't don't judge that you start to look into things. That's not my fault. This is this is what the fu came from the other day. Is because I got to episode four and I was like, I really I really hate this show. For what it is. <laughs> because I can't get past the point where it feels oh, this is just gonna sound shitty, so I can't think of any better ways to say it, but it feels like a white man's telling of how the world is. And oh, sure. oh shit, you are definitely <laughs> talking to me too much. It is like it's you get to France and and they're like the French people hate everybody that's not French and it's like I have I can't believe that's the real thing when they welcome the U.S. police or CIA operatives with open arms and they're like listen you're gonna do what we say but other than that you were you have free reign here and it's like but you guys really hate Muslims. And it's like, it just, it felt so awkward. Well, here's my problem with it, okay? Mm -hmm. Until the last episode when it becomes a ridiculous, like, Bond villain moment where a guy's (laughs) like, where, you know, like, they're poisoning the president with Ebola so they can release nuclear fucking dust in the vent to kill him. Until that point, look at what happens to... uh, the main quote unquote antagonist, Suleiman, right? Mm-hmm. His family is killed in a brutal bombing raid by the US. He yeah. is orphaned. He goes to France where he is ostracized for his race. He's racially profiled. He's beaten by the police. These are all sympathetic things. So you can see mm-hmm. his turn and this caused what drove him to become radicalized by ISIS. Yeah. The problem is the show has no mindset enough to like think of the actual consequences like yeah who is responsible for the things that led to this no it's just it's another bad brown guy we gotta stop mm-hmm. there's yep. no especially when they talk so much in like those beginning episodes where it's like 
you know, this isn't this isn't normal like ISIS behavior, right? You you kind of feel like he's using yeah. the role of this sheik in ISIS to, you know, enact his revenge for what happened to him. But there's no culpability towards the American government for for what happened there. You know, it's the same as the people who are like back in well, as we're talking about September eleventh, uh yeah. you know, the United States fucking, you know, supplied so much ammunition and resources and guns and training to these Middle Easterners during the Cold War to fight the Soviets that, mm-hmm. you know, the rise of Al-Qaeda was basically our fault, but yep. there's no, you know, no talk back on that. It's always, oh, these bad people. It's not, yeah. let's follow that, the that was, that was a lot of the problem. It felt, it, it was so... If it felt like Monday Night Wrestling, where it's like these things are obviously very scripted and they know what's going going to happen, and like it's kind, it's it's pretty predictable. But the there's a little. It feels like there's a little organicness to it, but it they're really reaching and. This is this is so weird to say, but they shouldn't rely on this guy's storytelling because I I just saw Carlton Hughes' name plastered everywhere and like him adapting and like I saw a bunch of the reviews are like this is the most um close to the adaptation to the original material and whatnot. And did you ever see Shadow Recruit? Or I think there was another Jack Ryan. There's been four of them. Yeah. Uh, I didn't Uh, mind the Chris Pine one, but it just felt weird. Like the, the... I didn't see that. I saw which one, Clear and Present Danger, the one with Harrison Ford, and I've seen Hunt for Red October, where it was Alec Baldwin. Those are all Jack Reacher, or Jack Mm -hmm. Ryan. But I never saw the pine one from a couple of years ago. Yeah. See, I didn't mind it, but it, I mean, it felt just, it felt generic Bond. So when you see him in a, um, at a desk job at the start of this one, it's like, oh, this is probably the story of telling how you get there. And it's like, it kind of is, but it kind of, at the end of the day, all this just seems for not. Basically, in the end, what I got from this show was uh, I want to watch The Wire again after seeing Wendell <laughs> Pierce everywhere. I felt like you were going to say that, and I kind of want to now. Don't worry. There is there is a long list of shows that I'm going to make you watch as we've had <laughs> these episodes out, and That's The fair. Wire is definitely one of them. That's fair. But you've told me before, like, all I have to do is really get past that first that first season, and well, you need to spend the whole first season learning how to watch that yeah. show. But. Yeah, yeah. Right on. So, um, yeah, that's Jack Ryan. I mean, it's all right, but it's it's. There was I, I know I definitely like the me- I don't like it's not the message, but it's the um, I don't know intent maybe of the show. Um, I guess. All I know is like we were. Before we took last week off for Labor Day, um, we were planning on watching the pilot, and that was it. Um, so I pretty much just watched it basically straight through because I knew if I stopped, I'd never come back to it. That's like right. I'm like, if you that's why I know I had blown you. straight through it. I was like, oh, it must be really good if he just wanted to watch it straight through. Uh, because no, you, get really like... the, you get to the end of the first episode, you're like, shit, this could be fucking awesome. Um. Yeah, and then it kind of dies off from there. But, like, that first, that pilot's pretty fucking dope. It's a show. Yeah. So. I don't know. Watch yeah. watch it if, if I'm sure you watched it if you dig Jack Ryan. Or, um, fuck, now I can't think of his name. John He's the writer. No, no, no. Who's, who wrote, no, who wrote the book, books? Um, Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy? Yeah. Pretty sure it's Tom Clancy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Tom Clancy. But 
I mean, it's it's that. Kind he of makes video tone. games. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think, of that, but yeah. So that's Jack Ryan. Watch it, I suppose. Uh, I mean, it's better than some of the Amazon stuff, but I mean, at eight episodes, you're not really out of anything. Like I said, the, the storytelling. Just looking at how it was laid out, I really enjoyed it. Like, every episode gets its own attention to, like, some detail of the plan. And I thought it was smart how they they got their funding and they, like, adapted it to nowadays and, like, use SIM cards to and burner phones to fund these Middle Eastern things. It's like, <sighs> yeah. Just a weird weird show yeah definitely i really don't know if i like it but i do like the storytelling aspect of it but i think it could be done better i don't know that's weird so yeah (laughs) that's the tv shows we got for this week now let's talk about ken how much did you hate ken so much is that an answer (laughs) I figured I enjoyed it so much that you there was no way you didn't hate it. Um, oh my and I God. really you, only no, no 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 hold on hold on. Do I you really listen? Let me guess. Like you it. only like it because Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan showed up at the end. <laughs> no, but close. <laughs> uh, the last I don't know ten minutes or so when it's like. Oh, it's just not a kid finding a gun. It's, oh, God, there's going to be a bigger story, and I can't wait to see aliens, like, fighting with this shit and whatnot. It's like, they got me. They know how to write for me. It's like, God damn it. You know that's never going to happen, right? That movie flops so hard. Oh, yeah. Unless Netflix picks it up and they just release them alongside Bright. (sighs) I hate these movies that do that, where they're like, if this is the story you, this is the story you want to tell. Fucking tell that story. Don't hide it within another story until yep. the last fucking act. Yep. And also, if that's the story you want to tell, don't hide it within this terrible story that you're telling now. Fuck mm-hmm. off. The story about fucking how this kid falls in love with a gun and it solves all his problems. Fuck that. <laughs> I love how we went from Jack Ryan to this. And I didn't even think about that aspect of this this movie. Oh god damn it. But yeah, it's it's not a good movie. Um it's what's that is um That's Ka- the, Kravitz's daughter, right? So yeah, that's Zoe Kravitz. And then the the older brother, I really like him. He was in did you ever see Sing Street? Uh no. But I, I recognize it's, him from something, but I couldn't I can't tell you. He's in that. He's so good in that movie. And like, so I was like, cool, I like that guy. And Franco can be interesting sometimes. Franco just like, is just the. I can only imagine Franco shows up to an audition with just a mixed bag. He's just like. You're funny that huh? you think Franco auditions for stuff. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying when they, they think about him for these characters, they're like, well, let's see what we get. Because you could just get him burning up in the first 10 seconds of the movie, or you could just be this really creepy guy from Spring Break. And it's like, <sighs> but I love Franco. Um, I'd be interested to see Sing Street because I, I really so liked, I really liked the brother, except I didn't like his character in this movie. But, I mean, for obvious reasons, he gets his father killed, and he's just a, a for lack of a better word, piece of shit. Um, but yeah, I, I thought Zoe Kravitz was probably the best part by far. Um, I didn't mind the kid, but when, God damn it, when Michael B. Jordan showed up, I was like, oh shit, he's in another movie this year. I'm in. Give me four more kins. And it's like, God damn it. I don't, this is me telling you, I don't want four more kins, but there's a stupid part of my brain that's like, I, I take four more kins. And it's a thing that it, that just happened earlier today because I've been seeing promotion for Gifted 2 and I was like, you know what? I'm hard vetoing it and we're really not going to watch season 2 of Gifted. 
But you're like more pin. That's what I want more of. I no. Listen, I don't want that. It's just this little bit in the back of my brain. It's like you know we take it, and I was like, God damn it, stop! <laughs> I'm trying to quiet that voice, but I just need you to know. Oh, fucking kid. Kin's bad. Don't go see it. That's there, there. You go. I really don't think people have to worry about it. Uh, I think it's been in theaters for three I weeks. To... I think it'll probably get pulled. So I saw it on Monday, last Monday, I think. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, so, like, it had only been out for, like, four days or whatever. <laughs> and it was in the back theater already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was in the back of the theater in the worst theater that they had. They're like, yep. man, if people want to see it, I suppose. I was like, it was ah. me. It was me and one other guy, and the fucking bull went out on the projection through the trailers, and it took them 15 extra minutes to fix it. They didn't even close the door to the to the hallway, so like it's just like the thing was like half of it, and I was like, ah, fuck it. So like the you know it was doing like all those stupid like here's a Chevy commercial and stuff before the previews, (laughs) and the fucking uh, the bull went out. And like I went, I went to go fucking you know tell somebody like, hey, the screen you know is black, nothing's happening. And they were just coming in to clean the theater. Like I don't think they knew there were people. <laughs> uh, actually, that happened with Peppermint. Uh, it was just playing the commercials beforehand. It was just black. And I didn't realize that was just the bulb. Yeah. So. Yeah, like yeah, I came down and there was two guys that like by the entrance door and they're like scraping along the walls. Like yo, the fucking screen's not playing anything. <laughs> like oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, maybe avoid Ken. Um, it's okay, maybe... you've already avoided it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how'd you like peppermint? Oh man, let's just keep this rolling. No, no. <laughs> you didn't like peppermint? What the movie that's like a right wing fetish film? No, I didn't like it. Uh, you're gonna have to explain that one a little bit better. Oh, about how, like, these terribly violent Mexican gangs come in and ruin white suburbia because we let them in. Okay. And our only recourse is our Second Amendment right to get guns and go kill them all. Yeah, that's cool in our political uh, climate right no, now. No, she's just getting revenge for her daughter. Why you got to make it like that? <laughs> because when our president is coming out saying how these Mexican gangs are taking over towns and then the whole thrust of this movie is – this Mexican gang ruining white suburbia. Kind of hard not to draw those parallels. Huh. I didn't... I don't think I... I looked at it from that standpoint. Obviously, she was on Skid Row um, in L.A., like, protecting it, I guess, by living there. But... Um, but, you know, like, that part, but not the beginning of the film. Oh, yeah. When they're no, no, as soon as... As I'm starting to, to digest what you're saying, I'm like, shit. Shit, he's totally right. I was like, I enjoyed this movie because it's a faster paced. It was better than um, Death Wish we saw earlier this year. Um, That's the thing is like this, like this is the perfect compliment to Death Wish. They're both yeah. these terrible movies about awful colored people and how you have to destroy them with your guns. God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I, I hate Plus, how right you are. <laughs> Plus, it's just really fucking boring about this movie is interesting. Really? I thought it was uh, I thought it was intriguing how she had how the behind the scenes stuff of like her laying out this plan and just making it happen over a day's time rather than like drawing it out over weeks period like like striking and tacking and backing off like she's like no I'm gonna go fucking shoot a bunch of people today so yeah, but I mean, it's nothing more. Like, at, at, during the credits, it should have been like, thank you, Punisher, for letting us rip off your story. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that's that was, all this is. That was, that was it. That's perfectly it. Um, the twist of the cop got me. Because I, so, I was so in on it being the uh, good cop. Like, I was like, that guy's definitely on the payroll that I wasn't even thinking that it was the other guy so that when that, that that twist happened i was like son of a bitch you got me and i'm sure you saw it from a mile away 
Well, I just didn't care. That's something oh, like I was good. really kind of checked out during this movie. Um, <laughs> but uh, it also doesn't help that they do that thing that no action movie should do anymore after fucking goddamn Hot Fuzz made fun of it so much, where it does like that accelerated like time on the screen and it's flashing and the camera. It's a Tony Scott move, right? Mm-hmm. Where everything kind of blurs and it looks weird on random static shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they shouldn't do that, and they do it a whole lot. In this movie. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, what really got me about this movie is um, I don't know what they're doing with the promotions and whatnot, but like, <laughs> my parents were like, "Is Peppermint coming out this week?" I was like, I was half tempted to to hold off till next week um, to see it with them, and I was like, "Nah, nah." <laughs> But, but you like it so much, you can go again. No, no, not after talking to you and realizing that it is Death Wish, but with Jennifer Garner. <laughs> and that is a step up, though, in the end. It definitely but, like, is. they don't give her anything to do. <laughs> just that. She, she literally like, she is just a walking gun bag. Yeah, pretty much. And bombs and stuff. It's and really bombs. weird. Weird. So... Okay. On to the third title. Uh, how'd you like The Nun, you prick? Nope. It's just a straight week of me just hating everything. You didn't like The Nun? Nope. And I knew it was bad, but I wanted you to go see it because I know you're a big baby. Fuck you. I probably won't <laughs> sleep with the goddamn lights off for another week. Because it's fucking Why? Movie. Because it's scares the shit out of me. I don't know if you know this, but my... My room is on a corridor, so fucking get up in the middle of the night and open the door and was like, nah, I don't need anything out there. Fuck it. This is why I made you go. I know, and it's so stupid. I hate it. The thing is, you have to inoculate yourself. You got to learn how these movies work so they don't scare you anymore. Plus... Plus, I knew you don't like demons, and this is just a movie full of demons. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't give me any way to kill... Like, in my head, I don't have any way of killing this specific demon unless I have the blood of Christ. Which, I really wish they would have fucking turned into that sweet, um... Tales from the Crypt? Yes, demon Knight. that dropper that just fucking breaks. Like, that would have been a perfect end to the movie. I was like, shit, let's do this. I wish, like, because guess what? Guess what happens in Demon Knight? Billy Zane is holding Jada Pinkett Smith in the air and she spits the blood Christ into his face. Mm-hmm. Like, they stole the end of mm-hmm. Demon Knight. But God, if the nun had turned into Billy Zane, I don't know. <laughs> I would have loved this movie. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so the movie's creepy enough. Um, we, no, it's not. It is. I don't know why you don't allow yourself to get caught up into this because it pisses me off because I definitely do occasionally shit gets to me but like not this this felt like a really bad um like old like 80s hammer movie right set in this medieval castle and there's fucking fog everywhere and it's dark and you can't see shit and then oh there's a snake coming out of a boy's mouth it's just terrible it's not scary at all um really that didn't scare you when he just got thrown into a goddamn coffin and all of a sudden there's six feet of fucking dirt on top of him no, because nothing makes any the... sense. Here's the thing. I know Here's it the doesn't thing. make sense, and that's what my brain can't wrap around. And then it's like, shit, no, that's definitely going to happen logistically, I'm like, guess what? That nun needs a body to possess to get out. So what she does, she tries to kill them. doesn't make any fucking sense, movie. Your internal logic is flawed. That doesn't make it not scary. I'm going on <laughs> these does. goddamn images. I know logistically the shit doesn't make sense. But the images of that fucking creepy nun in the corridor or behind him or the fucking cross flipping upside down, it's like, this shit sticks with me. And I'm like, I want to shut off the light at the night. And then if a fucking, I'm done. I can't turn that light off because if that nun is there, I'm like, God damn it. Now I've got to find a nun. What are you going to do? Like, we're coming up on October. I'm going to actually start finding some actual really scary stuff for us to watch. No. And I really want to start hard vetoing shit. Mm, you gave me programming power. Come on, man. <laughs> this is bullshit. Because let's tell people how you goaded me into it. I love it because I was like, two or three days ago, I was like, listen, I haven't watched anything. I've got a lot of shit to watch. Let's maybe not do a theatrical stuff. 
He's like, no, fuck it. I already did it. So you got to watch it. I was like, mm, can we not? And I was like, I didn't say that. I said, cool. Here's what I've watched for the week. I saw all these theatrical things. And I was like, I really, I, I told him, I really don't want to see the nun look scary as shit. He replies to me from a scene from The Conjuring 2, right? Yeah. Where they introduced the nun. Where they have a picture of a nun and somebody is holding it, running at somebody. And I was like, oh, this movie looks stupid and ridiculous. And there's no way that's going to scare me. Wrong. Scares the shit out of me. Fucking stupid bullshit. So you're saying you want to watch The Conjuring too? No, I don't want to see any of these goddamn scary movies. These are not my sauce. They are though. You told me. You told me you're like, I'm getting into horror movies. This is kind of my thing. Right I, now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I never, never said I'm getting into horror movies. I can, I can talk about them. <laughs> and there are the few from this year, like Strangers 2. Um, I can't... The Purge? Was that alright? I can't remember right now. There was another horror movie that was like... All Hereditary? Right. Hereditary. Like, they're alright, but... <sighs> when None started, I remembered, I was like... Why didn't I like her? Or what? What the hell scared me about Hereditary so much? And then I remembered her beating her head on the fucking attic door. I was like, "Oh man, at least this isn't going to be a lot of that." And it was a lot of that. And I was like, "Fuck <laughs> you, fuck you, stupid movie. I hate you." Can we? It's so dumb, though. Okay, so if at one point there was this like rogue dude doing these blood sacrifice rituals to try and open a gate to hell and let the nun out. Mm-hmm. And, they, the, and the, 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 the church came in and closed it. But then a bomb opened it? That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it, it just rattled the foundation. So, like, <laughs> it seemed like they had filled it in. But, like... But they stopped the, the ritual. Like, does that mean the ritual is still, like, going on, but the demon's trapped under some cement? I mean, what the fuck is this? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. That's totally no, what it is. And, <laughs> God damn it. This fucking movie. I, I get how irrational it is, but you're also talking to a guy that was terrified of horror movies growing up because the opening scene in Candyman where the blood drips to the ceiling... I know that there's no fucking possible feasible way that that would ever happen. And that's why I always played in the basement because I figured no blood would go through the floor. So no crazy demon thing would ever try killing me. Man. See, this is what you got to deal with. No, no less horror movies. More. (laughs) Very much less horror movies. (laughs) We still got uh, we still got Halloween coming up. We have uh, Hellfest. This Hellride, is, this is inter- is. I really don't want to see Hellfest. Hellfest. I've seen a glimpse of the trailer, which the nun I saw maybe the first like 10, 20 seconds of the, the trailer ever. Um, but like I've been avoiding Hellfest because I've just figured we weren't gonna see it, and now you saying it, I was like, God damn it. Well, of course we're seeing it. Fucking, it's a horror movie. I'll go see all of them. Like, they're <laughs> 99% of them are bad, but that one that's, that that 1% that's good is so tasty that I can't give it up. <laughs> but we got those this year. Can't we just be done? No. <laughs> I don't know. I hate you. I hate you so goddamn much. Um, which brings you know how this uh, works. In October, it's just... We just do horror movies all the time, just like we did no, last year. I can't. I mean, oh, listen, we've gotta, we've gotta put something nice on there as well. Then, like Bill and Ted's or something ridiculous, fun like that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but this brings me to a the final topic I want to talk about. You is this damn Halloween movie, which I haven't seen it, but it seems like it's a continuation of the first one, right? It is a sequel to the original movie that erases all the other movies. It never happened. Okay. It's just a sequel to the first one. So this is just set 
30 minutes after that one, right? No, it's 40 years later. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. At least in 30 minutes. That's Halloween 2. Apologies. That's the original. Uh, Yeah, no, the first movie happened, and Michael was caught at the end. He's been locked up for 40 years since. Okay. Um, What is this that you hated the zombie remakes? Oh, those movies are hot trash. What are you talking about? What? Why didn't you like those? Because they're bad. What are you talking about? You got to tell me what makes them bad, because I... It seems as they were just using the first as a blueprint and kind of recreated everything that happened. No, they shoved a remake of the first movie into the last 30 minutes of his movie after I watched an hour and a half of fucking white trash people beating their kids. Which <laughs> I literally forgot about that first of the movie until you started describing it. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember now. Um, but no, the problem is, like, what makes Michael Myers scary is, like, there is no motive. He doesn't talk. You don't understand why he's doing what he's doing. You don't understand what drove him to this place. But in the zombie movies, it's literally just like, oh, his mom was a stripper and his stepdaddy see, beat him. and that's why I'm all right with Halloween now is because they normalize them as, like, oh, he's just insane. Because the first no. one, it's just, no, he's terrifying and he just wants to kill his sister. Well, it wasn't even a sister in the first one. That was a, from oh, okay. the sequel. In the oh, sequel, okay. which Carpenter never wanted to do, they were like, it's his sister, but it never Wasn't was. Wasn't Halloween like, 2 about the, the masks? Oh, that's three. Never mind. Never mind. That's three. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah. You wouldn't start talking Halloween lore if you want. It's real bad. There's the one with Paul Rudd in it. There's the one with. I think with, I've uh, only seen the first three and the remake. Was there two oh, remakes? You, no, there was the or two zombie movies. Yeah. What was the and second then, one? Was it Hall- No, no, I'm pretty sure I've seen both of those. Then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one where like Michael Myers is like hitchhiking across America, killing people, so he can get back to kill the girl. And oh yeah, yeah. There's yep. a white. He sees visions of horses and talks to his mom. It's real yeah. fucking dumb. Um, but uh, no, Halloween's really bad. Like the first one, maybe the second one. Those are the only time you have to watch them. Yeah. Even though I've seen all of them multiple times. There's there's the one where Buster Rhymes beats Michael Myers <laughs> with Kung Fu. <laughs> It's a low point for the series, and I saw it in theaters. Oh, son of a bitch. (sighs) Good stuff. Good stuff. So then, what are we watching for next week? Next week is The Predator. Oh, God. What? What? Don't say that. It's Shane Black, man. It's going to be fine. You don't understand. What we were just talking about with Halloween... I feel like they really did to this Predator. Where I was frightened of Predator the first couple times I've seen it. But this seems really dorky and really like... What? what let's humanize him. Predator? What? How are, you, how are you ever scared of Predator? What? No. What? He's a scary goddamn creature. And he has those fucking jaws like the vampires off of Blade 2. When was the last time you watched the Predator? Uh, it's got to be at least a decade ago. Okay. You need... It's on Prime. We're watching the first Predator because that uh, movie is a goddamn action movie masterpiece. There's nothing scary about it. It takes the conventions of action movies and subverts them and changes things, and it's so goddamn brilliant. But there's nothing scary about it. Besides the goddamn creature that's hunting humans. That's not scary. When you have fucking Jesse Ventura with a goddamn Gatling gun screaming about how he doesn't hunt they, they get got. How's that yeah. terrifying? It's not. You <laughs> watch the movie. Do it. Do it at like make make your own world up where these American soldiers are trespassing on his land, fucking his world up, and he's the hero taking them out one by one in a diehard scenario. Nice. Just moving around in your head. <laughs> we'll try that. We'll try that. So, uh, original predator. New Predator. Uh, we'll finish off Castle um, Rock. Yep. Um, then, what's that movie called? There's a movie coming out. I can't remember what it's called. But that that one. Yep. Oh, okay. 
Um, um, a simple favor, maybe? Does that sound right? I don't think that's this week. Yeah, it is. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm down to see that one. One of the sure. Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just want to see it because it's like Paul Feig directed it? Question mark. That's so it, weird. It, <laughs> Dude, feels it's like, like... it feels like it's in the same vein as Bad Samaritan where it's it's going to have that eerie tone to it that I'm kind of I don't want to like, but you're making me. <laughs> so we'll see. Those two so, finish off Castle Rock next to a Twin Peaks. Right on. Sounds good. I think that's uh, everything. I, I think, yeah. I don't know. Sounds Catch searching week. if you have a chance this weekend. I don't know if it's opening more. Oh, but... man. If I can hope so, because I really do want to see that. I remember you hating on that trailer when I when we first saw it. What? No, just because, I, just because I said Unfriended does it better. And guess what? Now seeing the movie, Unfriended still does it better. Interesting. Interesting Dude, movie. you need to track down a copy of the original, the first Unfriended movie. It's a goddamn brilliant. Like, the I way don't that movie believe you. I think you're just fucking trying to juke me. And, <laughs> and, like, you get this stupid, stupid joy out of pissing me off and hating shit. Listen, one. This is one of the one times you can listen to me. Like, I am being 100% serious with you. Like, that film, it's amazing that it works the way it does. And I think it's brilliant filmmaking. Two, it's about haunted Skype. It's not fucking scary. It's a ghost on Skype. (laughs) You say it's not scary. And then I come back next week and I was like, yeah, fucking terrifying. God damn it. We'll see. So, watch that shit. Come back. And we'll talk about it next week. So, thanks for listening. Yeah. All that good stuff. Uh, reach out to us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Samurai Ox. Um, Luke's around. I don't think he likes. I'm on Twitter. I just don't tweet. Yeah. I'm at Luke hates movies. <laughs> so reach out if you're liking hearing what we say. Um, throw suggestions if you want. Uh, not horror movies because I hate them. Uh, and we'll Tell check me you out next week. Like, listen, people, if anyone's listening to this, I program this every week. I pick the movies. Give me all the terrible horror movie suggestions. Give them all to me. I got to program a whole month of them. Don't do that. Don't do that, and we'll catch you next week. Peace, pineapples, all that good stuff. Later. Yeah, I know you can edit these things. Don't cut that out, you son of a bitch. Let them know. <laughs> the podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.